This is VOA News. I'm Michael Brown. U.S. officials reacted with concern at the news of civilians killed Thursday while trying to get humanitarian aid in Gaza. VOA's Jeff Custer has the story. Speaking to reporters as he left the White House Thursday, U.S. President Joe Biden said they were still gathering information on the incident, and as he understood it, there were two versions of what happened. U.S. Agency for International Development Chief Samantha Powers, who was in the West Bank Thursday, said regardless of the circumstances, the incident should never have happened. I know investigations are underway to find out exactly, again, what happened today. But again, a core principle that applies everywhere USAID and our partners work around the world is that desperate civilians trying to feed their starving families should not be shot at. Jeff Custer, VOA News. President Biden and former President Donald Trump visited the U.S.-Mexico border Thursday. It's a sign of how central immigration has become in this year's presidential election. VOA's Rick Pantaleo has the story. President Joe Biden and his likely Republican challenger, the former President Donald Trump, arrived Thursday in Texas, some 300 miles apart, for visits to the U.S.-Mexico border. Biden, who wants to spotlight how Republicans tanked a bipartisan border security deal on Trump's orders, went to the Rio Grande Valley city of Brownsville, which is described as once being the busiest corridor for illegal crossings, but has dropped sharply in recent months. Trump, meanwhile, headed to East Eagle Pass, roughly 325 miles northwest of Brownsville, in the corridor that is currently seeing the largest number of crossings. Trump was to speak from a state park that has become a Republican symbol of defiance against the federal government immigration enforcement practices it mocks. Rick Pantaleo, VOA News. And for details on much more news, we invite you to join us at our website, that is voanews.com with the VOA mobile app. This is VOA News. People are voting Friday in Iran's first parliamentary election since the mass 2022 protests over its mandatory hijab laws after the death of Masa Amini, with questions looming over just how many people will turn out to the poll. Some 15,000 candidates are vying for a seat in the 290-member parliament, formerly known as the Islamic Consultant Assembly. Authorities say fire raced through a seven-story building in an upscale area of Bangladesh's capital, Dhaka, Thursday night, killing at least 43 people, injuring dozens more. A fire department official said the blaze started in a popular restaurant, quickly spread to the upper floors, trapping several people. The government has ordered an investigation. AP correspondent Jackie Quinn now reports on a former U.S. ambassador admitting to spying for Cuba. A former career U.S. diplomat says he'll plead guilty to charges that he served as a secret agent for Cuba. 73-year-old former ambassador Manuel Roca changed his plea from not guilty to guilty, telling a federal judge in Miami he'll admit to two counts of conspiring to act as a foreign agent in exchange for 13 other charges being dropped. Not only did Roca work for the State Department, he was a special advisor to the head of the military's U.S. Southern Command. Roca had been caught on tape calling the U.S. the enemy and bragging about being a Cuban mole for some 40 years of service. I'm Jackie Quinn. KP's Norman Hall reports on the U.S. Congress's approval of funds to prevent a government shutdown. Congress has passed another short-term spending measure that would keep one set of federal agencies operating through March 8th and another set through March 22nd. The extension averts a shutdown for parts of the federal government that would otherwise have kicked in at 12.01 a.m. Saturday. The bill now goes to President Joe Biden to be signed into law. The short-term extension is the fourth in recent months. 
Lawmakers are voicing increased optimism that it will be the last before Congress approves two separate spending packages totaling more than $1.6 trillion for the full fiscal year. Norman Hall, Washington. Heavy gunfire paralyzed Haiti's capital Thursday as at least four police officers were killed as a powerful gang leader announced he will try to capture the country's police chief and government ministers. The move comes as Prime Minister Ariel Henry arrived in Kenya Thursday looking to finalize details for the deployment of a foreign armed force to help combat Haiti's criminal gangs. Gunmen shot at the country's main international airport and other targets in a wave of violence Thursday that caught many by surprise. For more news, please join us at voanews.com. I'm Michael Brown, VOA News.